The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the ninth chapter. Jesus and the disciples went on and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him. And three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them. And taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Every couple of years, a new gospel comes out. The Bible has four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But a variety of others have made their ways onto the bookshelves. You can read the gospel according to the Peanuts, or Dr. Seuss, Starbucks, or Star Wars. The best of these illuminate how theology, the ways we talk about and understand God, manifests in pop culture. Reading today's gospel in Mark, I recalled a song by Kenny Rogers called The Greatest. Maybe you know it. It tells the story of a boy playing backyard baseball. He throws every pitch and swings at every ball. And every time the boy gets ready to pitch, he tells himself, I am the greatest player of them all. And every time he misses. But at the end of the song, after the third strike, he says, I am the greatest. That is a fact. But even I didn't know I could pitch like that. While most of us hear the story of a boy striking out, the way Kenny tells it, the boy pitched a perfect inning, three up, three down, maybe even a no-hitter. Who's the greatest depends a lot on who's defining what it means to be the greatest. In the Gospel reading, Jesus and his disciples are on the road and teaching them. Jesus tells them a second time that he will be betrayed and killed and he will be resurrected. Mark tells us the disciples didn't understand. They couldn't understand what Jesus was saying. A suffering Messiah was such a contrast to the images of Messiah that they had learned. Instead of a, a Messiah who would be victorious over their enemies, Jesus told them that he would die 
in the hands of their enemies. And Mark says they were afraid to ask Jesus what he meant. They weren't afraid of Jesus, their teacher. His words frightened them. His truth-telling threatened their sense of security and safety, their ability to protect themselves against the world and against death. It exposed their fears and their vulnerabilities. Afraid to reveal their own lack of understanding. Afraid they were the only ones who didn't get it. Afraid of being left out. The disciples started bickering, arguing about who among them was the greatest. Like the disciples, we are afraid of what we don't know. We are afraid of uncertainty. And we are afraid of silence. And we rush to fill it with words, even when those words are arguments about meaningless things. Now, watching the disciples, I wonder how many of us would confess to Jesus what we argue about. In worship, here in front of the cross, we remember that Jesus came into the world to love each and every one of us and to forgive us that we might all be restored to relationship with God. But when we go out those doors and we leave our worship spaces, we bicker and argue about who's right and who's wrong and which decisions are faithful and which ones are unfaithful. The gospel reminds us that even though the disciples didn't answer Jesus when he asked what they had argued about, Jesus knew. He knows. He knows how easily we are distracted from the gospel. And yet, he doesn't scold us or punish us. Instead, he continues teaching, saying, whoever wants to be first must be last and servant of all. Jesus reminds us to pay attention to what matters. And like Kenny, he reminds us that being the greatest might look different from what we expect. Being the greatest isn't going to look like awards and prizes, accolades and promotions. Instead, it's going to look like helping when no one notices. It's going to look like making space for those who do not have any status. It's going to look like loving the person who isn't useful or beneficial to you. Because the God we come to know in Jesus isn't a transactional God. This God is the one who sent Jesus to love every one of us and wants us to love everyone we this is the way of Jesus Christ that we follow. It doesn't follow the rules of the world we live in. It is a way of suffering and rejection. And when we follow Jesus, 
We must know that we cannot insulate ourselves from that way. We cannot hide within the safety of our sanctuaries. Wherever we find ourselves, we are called to welcome the least and be servants to Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give thanks that you know our hearts and minds and love us still. Thank you for your grace and mercy when we are afraid and lack understanding. Thank you for your son Jesus coming into the world that all may know your abundant love. Show us how to be servants and to show love for every person in our words and in our actions. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.